You're listening to the weekly partial podcast with Ari Goldwag, recorded with Hashem's Neverending Assistance in Ramah B'Shemesh Israel, 5780-2020. I'd like to share with you a beautiful piece from Reb Chaim Shmulevitz from Sichis Musser, and uh, it's always fun and exciting when the idea or the lesson that you feel like you're learning that week comes up when you open the Sefer the first time to the Parsha. Okay, I have a thought from Rav Chaim Shmulevitz, and I also have a thought from Rav Arush in his Sefer, Amarti Toda Venoshati, which I received this week from a friend, a music friend, Menachem Herman, who lives in my in my neighborhood, amazing musician, Breslover, gave me this amazing idea of, of appreciating the value of what we have in the face of not receiving that which we want. How do we deal with that? Okay, so that I received and that I felt like was the message for this week for me personally. And I feel like this is exactly what Rukhaim Shmulevitz is speaking about here. Osher Achaim, he says, the joy of life. How do we appreciate just the fact that we're alive? So in our parasha, parasha Shmos, so the Egyptians see this rapidly expanding nation of the Jewish people and they're afraid. And they're afraid that they're going to be overrun by the Jewish people. And they said, let's, let's do something about this. Let's be, let's be smart. Let's create some kind of plan. Armel Chazal, our sages tell us, it's a, it's a Gemara, When Paro said to his advisors, I want to create some kind of plan to deal with this Jewish problem. So there were three advisors who were his main advisors. Bilam v'iyav v'yisrei. The first one was Bilam, the famous Bilam, who curses, who tries to curse the Jewish people, ends up blessing them later in the Torah. Eov, Job, according to this opinion, he was the, the, the one who uh, had tremendous challenges in his life, difficulties in his life. He was a righteous person. He had been one of the advisors of Paro as well. And the third one was Yisro, Moshe Rabbeinu's father-in-law. So now each one of them, took a different approach when it came to giving advice about how to deal with the Jewish people. Bilam sheyoatz Nerag Says Chazal, our sages say, that Bilam, he gave negative advice. He said, kill the Jews, kill their babies, etc. So, what happened? So, he was killed. Iev sheshosak nidam yisurim. Iev was quiet. And what happened? The result was that he, as a result of being quiet, he didn't say anything. He was silent. So he received difficulties. He received challenges. Yisurei are famous. The difficulties, the pain of Job. Yisra Shaborach, what did Yisro do? He ran away. Since he ran away, He wouldn't have anything to do with it. He wouldn't be quiet. He wouldn't show his, his, uh, that he agreed in any way. As a result, he ran away. And his great-great-grandchildren were to be of course, the children of, of Moshe Rabbeinu, his, his great-grandchildren, and they would be those who sat in Lishka Sargazis in the temple from the great sages of the people of Israel. So Reb Chaim Shemulevitz asked an important question. When we look at things on the surface, so it would seem that Eov did a better thing. He was silent. Bilam did a terrible thing. He advised Pilate to kill the children, to kill the Jews. And what happened? Bilam didn't get such a... T- I mean, he got a, he died. You know what I'm saying? It's bad. But Eov seems to have gotten a worse 
punishment. Bilam gave bad advice. He was quiet. What's worse? To have a life full of pain and difficulties and children dying and terrible sicknesses. Bilam was killed. That's it. One, two, three. He's done. You've got a ter- terrible punishments, terrible difficulties, terrible yisurin. I don't know if it's punishments, but terrible challenges and difficulties. A person can't withstand such type of difficulties. So how do we see, how does it, How do we understand this, that Bilam, who gave bad advice, he got a pretty quick death, and you've had to go through all of these challenges and difficulties. So he lays down a foundation for us, an amazing foundation. It's so amazing, it's so deep. We need to think about it. What can a person complain? What can a person complain about the fact that he has certain things, that he's not, his life isn't the way he wants? What can he complain about? He's alive. Pirish Rashi, Rashi in Kedushan Adaf Peyamabez explains, why does a person complain about the negative things that occur to him? After all of the kindness that I gave to you, Hashem says, I made you alive. You're alive. You're in this world. You're alive. End of Rashi. End quote. The gift of life is so big, it's so great. When you compare that with the fact that a person has difficulties and challenges in life, when you compare that with the fact that you're alive, you're here, you can talk about it. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, life is tough. Yeah, things don't go the way you want. But you're alive, you're here to talk about it. Right? You can't, you can't complain, says the Apostle. You can't complain. You're alive. What, the, the, we don't understand Rechaim Shemulevitz is going to explain we don't understand the value of life how great it is to be alive we think that the challenges of life are so great we don't appreciate life that's why Bilam died he died, he lost his life he lost all the opportunities that come with life with the fact that we're breathing the fact that we're, we're around that we can do things, we can accomplish specifically we're going to see Amir Tzashem will see in, in mitzvahs in performing the commandments, in learning the Torah, all the, all the opportunities that we have. The fact that we're alive. Okay, we have challenges, we have difficulties, things don't go the way we want. We don't make the money that we want. We have certain pains. A person could be sick. A person got so many difficulties. But we're here. We're alive. We're in this world. Okay, let's see, let's see weiter. Let's see on. Rabbi Chasman gave a mushal. An analogy for this. person won the lottery. Unbelievable excitement. A million dollars is on its way. No, let's make it bigger. Fifty million dollars are on their way to his bank account. He won the lottery. The government is already taking, you know, after what the government takes. Fifty million dollars, right? Vice Shah, as he, walk, he walks out the door to go to do whatever it is to get the money. Nishbarakadechavisa, he's walking out the door and he accidentally knocks over a vase. A oh, hundred dollar vase. Does the guy care? Oh, he broke a vase. Who cares? 
You don't care about the little things that happen in the day. You're so joy, you're so excited. Fifty million dollars are on their way to your bank account. Who cares about the vase? Hundred dollar vase, big deal. Not, it's not a big deal. In the same way, a person needs to to recognize the amazing fortune, the amazing good fortune that Kadosh Baruch Hu bestowed upon him, that he's alive. The person's joy needs to be without without limit. Thank you, Hashem. Amarti Oshati says Rav Arush. Thank you, Hashem. The fact that thank you for the bad thing. I'm alive. Thank you for making me alive. The way he puts it. Thank you, Hakadosh Baruch Hu. I know that everything that you do for me, I believe. I know. I know, Hakadosh Baruch Hu, you're my loving father. Everything you do for me is good. So if this bad thing is happening to me, thank you for this bad thing. It must be for the best for me. Thank you. Thank you, Hashem. Thank you, Hashem. That for a week I was sick and I couldn't learn. Thank you, Hashem. I don't understand. I want to learn your Torah. I, I couldn't. Thank you, Hashem. Thank you, Hashem, that I'm not making as much money as I want. Thank you, Hashem, that my my kids are screaming in my ears. Thank you, Hashem. Thank you, Hashem. Unbelievable. Everything Hashem does is for my good. Somehow this is this is a kapara for me. It atones for me. It helps me out. I just heard last night from my Rosh Hashim, from Rabbi Per. He said, a marshal from the, I, I believe it's from the Chavetz Chaim, that... Uh, Guy comes up to Shemaim after 120 years, and they, you know, they bring out his mitzvahs. They bring out the malachim, the angels that were created from his mitzvahs, and they put them on one side. And they're these very skinny, very skinny. Uh, not he didn't do the mitzvahs with so much, uh, you know, his slavus. He wasn't so into it. He created these little, you know, skinny little malachim. And then they bring out the averis, the malachim that he created from his averis, and they're these big, hefty, fat. Malachim angels that you know because he did the Aver with a with tons of gishmak he was very into it and he's like oh my god I have, I have no chance I, you know I have no chance and then they bring out the Yisurin they bring out the challenges they bring out the difficulties Kodesh Baruch says bring them out and those guys are really heavy those guys are zaftig as he said they're fat and they're juicy and they stand on the side right next to the mitzvahs right next to the angels that he created with his commandments and all of a sudden, he breathes a sigh of relief. He can breathe again because he knows that although his averis are very heavy, he's got more yisurin, he's got more challenges. He lived through so many challenges and difficulties. And to the extent that a person is makabal bi'ava, he receives it with, with love, they become stronger. Those malachim that we create by going through the challenges. Thank you, Hashem, for my challenges. Thank you, Hashem. We don't daven that we should have them, but thank you, Hashem, for the challenges. The fact that I'm alive, coming back to Reb Chaim Shmulev, it's the fact that I'm alive. I also heard from my Rosh Hashiv, he tells him, Maisa, that this guy came to him, one time he, had, he called him on the phone, he said, I have a very important question to ask you, he didn't know what the issue was, he came over, the guy came over, and he said, you know, I have this cousin that I'm davening for all the time, he, he's... For for years, I don't know, a decade more, he'd been sitting in his chair. He can't move, and uh, you know, he can't really go out. He can't he can't do anything. He's he he's a paraplegic, I believe he was. And uh, Per said to me, you know, does he look out the window? I think so. Does he see that there are birds uh, flying by the window, and does he hear them chirping? He said, I, I think so. He's, and so my Rosh was like, do you understand the value of a moment of life? Just being able to look out the window and see the blue sky and hear the birds chirping, that's so valuable. It's so valuable. We don't appreciate how 
how valuable life is. We think that if a person can't, can't do anything, that his life has no value, why should I daven for him? That was his question. Should I be davening that he, that he, that he be well, and that he continue to live a life like that? And my Rosh Hashim was like, that's, we don't appreciate the value of life. So that's what he's saying over here. Looking at Eov, looking at Bilam, Bilam had no life. He was, he's, he got killed. But Eov still was alive. So even though he had challenges and difficulties, at least he was still alive. A person's joy needs to be without end. Person shouldn't even notice the things. Just like that guy in the marshal, he won the lottery. Person needs to feel like, wow, I woke up this morning, I won the lottery. Rav David Orlovsky says, both in jest and seriously, I asked him about it. He said, I saw him recently at a simcha. Uh, he says, uh, when I asked him what's his favorite mitzvah, he says, in the morning when I get up, I'm, I'm happy that I'm alive. I appreciate that I'm alive. That's my favorite mitzvah. Baruch Hashem, Ani Noshem, like they say in Israel. Thank God I'm breathing. Even the great challenges that a person can go through. The fact that I'm alive. The joy that I can have in the fact that I'm alive. Thank you, Hashem, that I'm alive. That joy. It, it, it has the potential for us, if we focus on it properly, to take away the sadness of the Yisur and the, the challenges that we go through. This is what it means. King David said, God gave me challenges and difficulties, but He didn't leave me to die. What, is the, what does it mean? What does the verse mean? It means to say that even though Hashem has given me tremendous challenges, King David had tremendous challenges and was like, Hashem didn't leave me to die. I'm still alive. I don't have to notice all of the challenges and difficulties. When a person complains about all of the difficulties and challenges that come upon him, he doesn't appreciate the amazing good fortune that he has to be alive. Adam, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm gonna mess up how you read this. Adam v'yakar v'layavin nimshuk behemis nidmu. A person who, I mean, it's care. A person who criticizes. A person who doesn't appreciate what he has. He doesn't understand. He's like an animal. What is the idea? Adam care. Adam care. he says, hayakar mikol niton biyadai. He doesn't appreciate what he has. And he doesn't understand. He's living like an animal. He doesn't, an animal doesn't understand anything. He doesn't know what's going on. doesn't have consciousness. doesn't have awareness. So a person who doesn't appreciate what he has, doesn't appreciate his life, what's it worth? What's it worth? Person who doesn't appreciate it properly, he could lose it completely. He brings down a medrash, an amazing shot in the medrash, going back to to Yaakov Avinu two parshias ago. Yaakov Avinu comes into Paro, comes into Pharaoh, and Pharaoh sees this very very old man, he's 130 years old. He says to him, "How old are you? What's what's the story?" And Yaakov Avinu says, "I'm 130 years old, and and my life hasn't reached the age of my father, my grandfather. Yitzchak lived to be 180. Yaak, uh, Avram lived to be 175." I haven't gotten to be as old as them, and my life is very bitter. He started complaining. 
He had a very tough life. He had problems with Esav running after him. He had troubles with Lavan. He had a problem with Dina. He had Yosef he didn't see for 22 years. He had what to complain about. Chazal tell us that as a result of this complaint, he only lived another 17 years. He lived 147. If you count the words of these psukim, from the word Vayomer, Pare, Eliakov, from the, where it says that Paro spoke to Jacob, there are 33 words corresponding to the 33 years that Yaakov lost because of this complaint. Yaakov didn't appreciate, obviously on Yaakov's level, Yaakov didn't appreciate the life, the goodness of the fact that he had life. And as a result of the fact that he complained about it, 33 years were taken away from his life. He could have lived to 180 just like his father. He only lived to 147. He lost out. So it's so important, it's essential to say thank you, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, for my life. Appreciate the fact that we are alive. Appreciate the fact that we have so many opportunities to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Even a person who's going through challenges in his life. There's so many opportunities for chesed, to do, to do kindness to others, to, do, to give tzedakah, to give charity, to learn Torah. So there's so many things that we can do. There's so many mitzvahs, 613 mitzvahs that we can fulfill. And that's the amazing opportunity that we have. Let's not complain about it. Let's say thank you, HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Not just thank you for life, as Rav Arish says, but thank you for the challenge. Thank you for the difficulty. I know that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you have my best interests in mind. You care so much about me. This must be for my good. Thank you, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, for the challenge. Thank you for the difficulty. Okay. He brings down something also very interesting. He says, He brings down another Medrash. The Medrash tells us that Avram Avinu was reassured by Kodesh Baruch Hu, don't worry, you have a great amount of schayv, a great amount of reward. What was Avram's worry? His worry was, look, Kodesh Baruch Hu, you saved me from the fire in Orkazdim. Kodesh Baruch Hu, you saved me, you saved my life. I should have died in the battle with the four kings and the five kings. You say you keep you you keep saving my life, you know, protecting me. I'm afraid, said Avram Avinu, that I'm losing my schar in the world to come. I'm losing my reward in the world to come as a result of the fact that you're taking care of me now. You're saving my life. Maybe I'm giving up something in the future. Because Shmuel says, "Don't worry. Uh, this is a matnaschinim. This is a free gift. Don't worry. Uh, I'm going to take care of you. You're still going to have a habo. You didn't lose anything because I saved your life." And the question that Rav Chaim Shmulevitz asks is, what's going on here? What's he so worried about? What, what's the, what was his concern? What was his concern? So he says an amazing thing, exactly the idea that, that we said, which is the fact that he got life. The fact that he, he, could, he could have and should have died if, if all things would have been natural. He could have and should have died. The fact that a person is alive is so powerful and amazing the fact that Avram Avinu was saved and given life that he perhaps didn't deserve. That's what he was concerned about. Perhaps I'm losing out in the world to come because that's how amazing and powerful just the fact that I'm alive. That's how amazing and powerful it is. Venir I want to read that part inside. Even though, as the Gemara tells us in Kedushan, there's no such thing as reward in this world for a mitzvah. You can't really receive, how can you receive, the, you know, the, we don't understand what a mitzvah is. When we fulfill a commandment, we get tzedakah, when we learn Torah. So we don't understand how amazingly powerful it is and, and the effects it has in the Olam in the, in the upper worlds. And, and that the reward is nitzchias, eternal reward. So you can't really get that in this world, right? There's one thing 
that you could be paid for in this world. The very fact that you're alive, the very fact that a person is alive is so amazing and powerful, so awesome, such good fortune. The, the, the joyous fact that we're alive is so awesome, like we explained. Okay, and it goes through, I'm not going to read it inside, but it goes through an amazing thing with, with the, you know, Chazal tell us, it's a, it's a mission in Avis, that in a certain sense, you have a moment in Olam Haba, you have a moment in the world to come, the, the ecstatic enjoyment of, of feeling a Kodesh Baruch Hu's radiance, of feeling the presence of a Kodesh Baruch Hu is so awesome and amazing, that if you put together all of the moments of enjoyment of every single person who ever lived from the beginning of the world to the end of the world, you wouldn't even get one moment of enjoyment in Adam Haba, in the world to come. But, says Chazal, you can't compare a moment here in this world of tshuva and maizim taivim, of repenting and doing good deeds, you can't compare that to a moment in the world to come. Meaning there's something in a certain way, being in this world, being alive, and using that life to do what's right, to, to learn Tyra, to do tshuva, repent, to do good deeds, Using the using the, the life, t- taking advantage of life to do spiritual things with it. When we use the opportunity correctly, so the result is that we live in this world an amazing experience which is beyond anything, even in the world to come. Hard to understand what this means, but that's what it says. So uh, he brings an example of really amazing. It's a famous thing that the Gra, before he passed away, Rabbeinu Eliyomi Vilna, before he passed away, he grabbed onto his tits and he held them in his hands and he said, How precious is this world? For a few pennies, a few dollars, you can get the mitzvah tzitzis. And as a result of it, you can experience the, the, the divine revelation. When a person gets out of my body, there's no more opportunities like that. This is the time. This is the time and this is the place. We are there. We are alive. How much appreciation we need to have for our lives. And I think it's also, you know, you look at the Parshish and when you look at the challenges, the difficulties Kal Yisrael went through, the Avdus, the slavery. Yeah, we're going to learn about the Geula, but let's appreciate for a moment the fact that Kal Yisrael went through these deep, deep challenges for, for a very long time. The Shibud lasted for, for decades. For, for decades. You know, we were there for 210 years, but the actual difficult Shibud lasted for decades. Maybe even, even though, maybe, could say almost over a hundred years, and um, what you know, like it's it's difficult to read. They called out that God is so terrible. Why Hashem do that to them? But we see that somehow we see, and I I personally seen it in my life. I'm sure many of you have seen it in your lives. When God is who sends us challenges, those challenges make us greater. We grow from the challenge. We grow from the difficulties. And we need to say thank you, Takadosh Baruch for that. Thank you, Hashem, that I'm alive. Thank you, Hashem, for the challenge. Thank you, Hashem, for the difficulty. A shrine, somebody this week uh, emailed me that, that they had a whole difficult situation in their life and now the situation has, has uh, resolved itself to a certain extent. And th- they're in love with the song, Aleinu L'Shabeach, song which was on my first album, so many years ago, Aleinu l'shabeach, Aleinu 
l'échameach, l'adon It's a song I made up when I was about nine or ten years old. My son sings it on an acapella album. We got through the challenge. Here we are on the other side. Thank you, Hashem. Thank you, Hashem, for the challenge itself. It helped. We grew so much from that challenge. I just want to finish off with the last point of Reb Chaim Shmulevitz. He quotes from the Sefer Kuntras Hasvekis. He says like this. I'm sorry. A person would go up to heaven. And he would see all of the hosts of heaven. Sidram Yashim, how they're ordered there and how they're straight and doing the will of HaKadosh There's something unique about this world which a person does not experience in the world to come. He says that in the world to come, a person is alone. In this world, in Olam Hazeh, you know, if a person would go up to the, to, to the Olam Hazeh, he wouldn't be able to He'd be so excited to come back and tell everybody what he saw in Shemaim. He can't tell anybody there. Here, we, we, there's so much to appreciate about our lives. We have friends. We have compatriots. We have those who are around us. We have neighbors. We have family. We have relatives. There's with whom to share. We have a place like Torah Anytime or all the other places I'm able to put up these shirim. We have with whom to share the things that inspire us, the things that we're excited about, the music which, by the way, I must throw in a plug. Please go to arigoldweg.com slash new album. I'm working on a brand new album. And we need to get to the goal of $25,000. It's a lot of money. It's the foundation. It's only the foundation of creating a new album. I encourage you to go there. Help me spread the message. These messages, the entire messages, that's what I'm trying to spread messages of chizuk, of, of being maraymen people, bring people up com slash new album. Take part. Thank you so much. Do we appreciate that we're sharing these things? When a person understands something, he wants to share with others. I read this beautiful piece. I'm thinking about these ideas during the week. I want to share it with, with all of you. It's not just coming to say, oh, a person's lowliness, that, oh, he can't enjoy himself, he needs to, to you know, he's trying, I don't know exactly what. It's, it's not coming from a low place. This is the way a person is. He wants to share with others. A person doesn't have a full enjoyment of whatever it is that he's seen. He wants to share it with others. He wants to share his experiences with others. That's part of being in this world. And that's the opportunity that we have, unique opportunity that we have from being alive, from being here in this world. It's a unique opportunity that we have. He talks about being a person who's in the yeshiva, surrounded by others who are also learning, also searching, also striving to be great. I want to bless you. And I ask you to bless me that Kodesh Baruch Hu should help us to say thank you. To say thank you for the life that we have. To say thank you for the challenges that we, we often have. There's no such thing as a person who doesn't have challenges. To say thank you. To recognize so much. We have so much that He gives us, whether it's the people around us, whether it's the opportunity to do mitzvahs. Hashem should help us to be able to take advantage of the opportunities that surround us because we're alive. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful Shabbos. This podcast was made possible through the gracious donations of listeners like you. For more podcasts like this, please visit www.arigoldwag.com or search on iTunes, Ari Goldwag.